and welcome to the Bikers Church Midrand Podcast. It's great to have you join us for this week's episode. We hope that you find this valuable for your daily life. Good morning and uh, a very warm welcome to you. If uh, you're one of our regulars, it's so good to be with you again this morning. Uh, And if you're joining us for the very first time, a very special welcome to you. Uh, It's so good to have you just come and click on this and uh, engage with us on this Sunday morning. Um, If you've got kids with you, please feel free to go and click on the description. Uh, We've got some kids' activities in there for you. Uh, If you're on church online, you can go into the into the tab uh, at the top of your screen and find some kids stuff there as well. Engage with your kids, have a great time with them, uh, and I do believe that we are going to have a great time together this morning. Now, I've had the incredible privilege to uh, to be able to to do quite a bit of traveling, um, and I've done a lot of that traveling just north of our borders. Now. Traveling north of our borders uh, is always better and far more fun to do it by motorcycle. And uh, more often than not, when I've done these trips north of our border by motorcycle, I have had a group of people with me. And more often than not, with, within these groups and within these riding moments, um, you find that, that whenever we hit a border post, whenever we, we hit a, a border crossing, uh, you kind of find that you get two groups that, that just naturally develop. Um, you kind of get group one and you get group two. Now, group one tends to be this, this group of guys that it's like they ticked off before they even get there. <laughs> it's, it's, like they're, it's like they got upset when they saw the border post. Uh, because they'll get off their motorcycle, they'll kind of barge into the, into the, 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 um, what do you call it? The, the border crossing post. And, uh, when they engaging with the people in there, like they're already mad. They're already angry. And it's like, no one can do anything right in that space. They're frustrated. They are, they are, man, they, they, they're not very loving. Not very gracious, and um, I can remember on one trip in particular um, that kind of being exceptionally evident, where where we just had this group of guys who who would roll in there, and and by the time we got to this person who was just doing their job on the other side of the uh, of the counter, they were already angry with us, and they didn't even know us. <laughs> And then you have this other group within the group that when they get to a border post, they just, they've just kind of decided that they're going to take it as it comes. You know, they, they're, gonna, they, they're just going to enjoy the moment. They're going to switch off to maybe some, some Western expectations of time and, and speed and, and all those things. And, they just, and they're just going to be gracious. They're just going to be loving. They're just they're going to make allowance for the people in the queue with them. And 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 what I generally find with this group of people is that they end up just having the best time. It's like they're always laughing. There's always a bit of a joke going on, and it's just it's just great to see. It's great to experience. 
And it actually means that the people around them end up having the best time. Very different to group number one. And as you look at group number one and as you look at group number two, kind of have to ask yourself, what was the difference? What was different between the experience of group number one and the experience of group number two? And I'd like to say that as I've observed this over the years and over the groups that we've gone through with, is that some of the biggest differences was just very simply humility. You know, just, just showing humility or the lack thereof. Another really big difference was just making allowance for the other person and for their mistakes. Functioning from a point of love was also a really big difference. But I'd say that the biggest difference between the two groups really just came down to patience. Patience. Now, as we look throughout history and, and as we look throughout history within Scripture, we, we, we kind of see these, these different moments in, in history and we, we see these different scenarios and we see these dis- different time frames. Uh, we really, we, we find that, that, that in these moments and in these time frames and we just see how our patience is, is portrayed as a virtue that is just so, so needed in the moment, and if I could be as bold as to say where patience is just so needed in us. Now, if you go and look in the Amplified Bible, um, you will see throughout the New Testament, whenever the word patience is used, uh, in brackets behind it uh, is kind of like their definition of patience, and I just love it. Uh, so wherever you look at the word patience in the, in the Amplified Bible, this is what it says afterwards. It says, it says, patience isn't the ability to wait, but it's how I act while waiting. Patience isn't the ability to wait, but it's the way I act while waiting. What a thought. Man, what a thought. I mean, let's be honest. (laughs) How do we act while we wait? How do we act while we wait? Do we even wait? I mean, think pre-lockdown. Think pre-lockdown. Before lockdown happened, we didn't wait. You know, kind of cast your mind back to, to the days before lockdown where you'd be sitting at home and, you know, you, you're just watching the instant replay on your, your TV on demand um, while you're sending an instant message to the fast food place to come and deliver the food to your home while you are busy doing your five-minute abs because you had way too much two-minute noodles last night. 
And like every description within that sentence just describes the fact that we hate waiting. And normally as a result, we we don't act very well in moments of waiting. But yet in life, this description that we've just heard of patience is, is critical, I want to say, to, to your success in life. I believe that this, this description of, of, of what patience is and, and this, this need for patience is absolutely vital to where you end up in life and who you end up taking with you in life. See, I'm just going to be honest this morning and kind of out myself, and I'm sure that you very possibly at home could relate. But you see, if there's something that I know about my life is that when I'm not patient, uh, I, I actually end up being quite destructive at times. But when I am patient, I can be quite productive. When I'm, when I'm not patient, I'm easy, I'm easy to ignite, like really easy to ignite at times. You know, what do I mean by easy to ignite? My, my, my anger can come out quite, quite quickly. But yet, when I am patient, man, I'm, I'm slow to ignite. Like you can't really get under my skin too easily. Or when I'm not patient, I actually find it quite difficult to restrain myself. But when I am patient, I find that it's quite easy to restrain myself. Like, you know, choice between right and wrong. Not patient, it's exceptionally challenging. But when I am patient, right and wrong, it's, it's not such a difficult process. When I'm not patient, I, I, I find that I can actually be quite self-centered. And I think that is so true for every single one of us. But when I am patient, I find that it's in those moments, and, and you'll know it for your own life, that you can actually be quite self-giving. If I could sum it up, when, when I'm not patient... I can be deadly, and I don't mean like in a Rambo way, like not a macho way, not a cool way. <laughs> when I'm not patient, I can be deadly in a, in, a, in a very nasty way. And I admit that to my shame. But when I am patient, there are these life-giving qualities that come out that I believe are worth pursuing and that, that, are, that are worth us really chasing after. Now, if, if we think about it, where we are today, here we are, COVID-19, um, our world is in distress. Uh, in this nation, in South Africa, we are in lockdown. And um, How desperately don't we need patience right now? Why? Because at the moment, you know, you got inmates. I mean, housemates. You know, you, 
you've got roommates, you've got, you've got parents, or you've got siblings, or you've got a spouse. You know, you, you've got people that you're doing time with right now. And if you're not, you can attest to this that you kind of wish you had because it can actually be quite a lonely space to be in. But for those of you who do have the privilege to have someone to do this with right now, man, patience is critical. Why? Because at the end of the day, relationship depends on it. But it's, it's not just for this time of, of lockdown. You see, when lockdown ends uh, and they let us all free and loose in all sorts of different wonderful ways, um, we're still going to need patience. Why? Because as we leave the, the safety of our homes, there, we know that we're going to step into a space where a lot of people are still going to be functioning in a lot of fear. And if there's something that I know about, about folks who function in fear, it's that when, when, when you function in fear, we, we end up behaving like we described earlier, where, where in a state of fear, I, I behave in a destructive way. You know, we'll see folks that are just easy to ignite you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see folks struggling to, to really restrain themselves. Uh, you know, we'll, we'll see folks behaving quite self-centered. And it'll be <laughs> kind of deadly. <laughs> and in those moments, what do we need to do? Man, we need to wait. But not just wait, we need to be patience and extend that patience to them. You see, we need to act in the most gracious way that we can. So, as we talk about living out this patience and specifically this definition that we, that we read of, you know, it's not just this issue of waiting, but it's, it's all about the way that I act while I wait. How, how do I shift myself from, from being in a space of just waiting to a space of patience? You know, I want to say this. How do I, how do you, Shift the atmosphere in the workspace that you'll be stepping into, into the social settings that we'll eventually be stepping into. In, in, in our home life, how will we shift that atmosphere from this, this point of frustration within waiting to this space of patience? Well, I believe that I shift myself by choosing to be patient with a who in the room. Now, it might sound a bit too much like Dr. Seuss, but that's just the truth. I need to be patient with a who in the room because right now where you're sitting, chances are very good that there are several who's in the room. I wonder who's in the room with you right now. 
because chances are very good that it's that person that you are needing to find this patience for right in this moment. What's, what do we mean by, by being patient with, with each other? Well, I, I really believe that, that the Apostle Paul, as he, as he wrote to the church in Ephesus, um, I feel like he just kind of hit something very critical. In Ephesians 4 verse 2, he says this, he says, Always be humble and gentle. Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Man, did you get that? We need, we need to be functioning from, from a certain point of humility. What do I mean by that? Man, not thinking that somehow my opinion is more important than the other person in the room. Somehow not holding myself up to, to thinking that somehow I'm better than the other person in the room. No, just, just taking a position of humility with, with gentleness. But then here's the, the catch is to be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults. Man, never mind lockdown. If we could function from this point, ladies and gentlemen, if we could function from a point where we just make allowance for each other, because here's the deal. Whether you're aware of it or not, why should you make allowance for another person? Here's the truth. Whether you're aware of it or not, your friends, your family, your co-workers, the chances are very good that as we speak, they are making allowance for your faults. I know that for a fact in my life, that I have loving, caring people in my life who constantly make allowance for my faults. For, for, for the areas that, that, that I might have a blind spot to. And if they really love me, they'll point it out to me. But just as I receive it, so I need to give it. I need to, I need to be in a space where I make allowance for the faults of the people around me. You see, folks, patience isn't some rock that I stumble over. Patience is a choice that I make. So how do I shift myself from a point of just waiting to a point of patient? The second thing is I need to, I need to be the Ryan Sands of doing good. I need to be the Ryan Sands of, of, of doing good. Now, you may be sitting there thinking to yourself, who on God's green earth is Ryan Sands? And you might be sitting there and you know exactly who he is. Well, for those of you who don't, Ryan Sands is, is an extreme endurance runner. And um, he's a South African guy, top of his game, really an incredible athlete. And now during lockdown, I just watched this, this video of, of how he utilized time in lockdown to, to do something quite amazing in his home. He, he developed a 100-meter loop through his yard and through his house, and it was quite amazing to watch. But with this 100-meter loop, he ran an endurance race in his own yard and house. <laughs> in a time frame of 26 hours, 
he ran 160 kilometers, climbing an elevation of 2,000, sorry, 4,500 meters. That takes some endurance, folks. That takes some endurance. Why do I say that, that we need to be the Ryan Sands of doing good? You see, in, in, in Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, Paul says to us, let us not get tired of doing what is good. Let us not get tired of doing what is good. You see, that young man, that athlete, he, he man, he was dogged in his determination to complete that race. And, and I believe that just as he had that dogged determination, so you and I need to have that dogged determination when it comes to doing what is right. When it comes to the way that we extend grace, the, the way that we love the people around us, the way that we are patient with the people in our lives. So how do I shift myself from waiting to patient? The third thing is that we need a different kind of patient. We need a different kind of patient. What do I mean by a different kind of patient? Last week we spoke about love and I'd like, I just want to bring love back into it because I, I believe that it, that it is so critical when it comes to being patient. In, in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, as we read last week, the, the opening line of, of verse 4 says that love is patient and kind. Love is patient and kind. See, I cannot really be patient. I cannot have that different kind of patience, that, that patience that we just don't see anymore. I can't have it without loving people. I cannot have it. I cannot show it. I cannot give it if it's not birthed in a very special kind of love. You see, this is... is where, where, where patience moves from being passive to active. You see, waiting is passive. It just means that I can switch off, sit there, and wait. But at the same time, I can be, act, I can be exceptionally angry as I'm, as I'm waiting. I can even fall asleep waiting. Wake up from my sleep while waiting and be angry. Whereas when I'm being patient... I'm active in love. I'm, I'm choosing to act in love while I wait. So ultimately, I shift myself. And as a result, I shift my home atmosphere, my, my work atmosphere, my social atmosphere from waiting to this beautiful description of patience. How? By being patient in relationship. By enduring in doing good. And all of this can be summed up by just saying that, that I shift from waiting to being patient 
by acting in love while I wait. Ladies and gentlemen, that is patience. That is patience. See, patience is the gift that I give back to God because it shows Him that I trust Him. Because when I'm patient, I'm not trying to control things. When I'm patient, I'm not, I'm not trying to wangle things that it works out for my good. No, when I'm patient, it means that I'm acting in love while I wait. And if I can add this, for God's result. It shows him I trust him. And that's the gift that I give back to God by just being patient. I wonder this morning, what's your next step? What's your next step? Maybe this morning, your next step in all of this is that you're in a space where you need to choose to make allowance for those around you. More importantly, you need to choose to make allowance for the faults of those around you, as Paul so beautifully put it. Maybe you, you are easy to get irritated. You are, you, you're easy to flare up. It's easy to get under your skin just by doing little things. I'll be honest with you. I haven't slept much today. And, and I know that when I'm tired, man, it's easy to get in under my skin because then I struggle with this issue of patience. And, and maybe that's you. Maybe you function in that space where it's, it's not hard to get in under your skin. Maybe today your next step is to just say, Lord, man, I choose. I choose to not get agitated quick. I choose to, to not get freaked out by the things that the people around me do. I choose to make allowance for the faults of those around me. Because, Lord, I, I recognize that I've got faults. I recognize that, that there's stuff that gets under the skin of people, and, and, and I choose to just as they extend grace to me, I choose to extend that grace to them. Maybe that's your next step. Maybe this morning your next step is to, is to act in love while you wait. Maybe you just need to act in love while you wait. That you know that if there's something that you really need to get a grip on right now, it's to, to really pursue God's heart for the people around you, to really, to really love the people around you, and to choose to act in love while you wait. Maybe that's your next step this morning. Maybe your next step this morning is that you haven't done these things, because if you're honest, don't really trust God in these moments. You're still trying to control things. You're still trying to wangle things for your good. I want to say this to you. That there is a God that loves you. And there is a God that you can trust. And you can trust him. He is trustworthy. Put your trust in him. Put your trust 
in him. Give him that gift of your patience, showing him that you trust him. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you for this morning. Lord, we thank you that this morning we could just, Father God, come and again just be honest. Lord, be transparent and really just come and try and find your heart for our lives, Lord. Lord, I thank you that as folks at home are busy doing business with you in this very moment, Lord, I thank you that you will come and do a work in their lives that only you can. Lord, I thank you that you will come and do a work in my life that only you can. Father God, I thank you that as we wrestle through this issue of patience and, 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 and really just, Lord, acting in love while we wait, that, Father God, you will come and show us what that looks like. Lord, that for each and every one of us individually, you will come and show us what that looks like. Lord, I thank you that today we can choose to make allowance for the people around us, flaws and all. Father God, I thank you that today that we can choose to act in love while we wait. And Lord, that we can do this because we trust you, knowing that you are working on our behalf even in the midst of crisis. So, Father God, we put our faith in you. We put our trust in you. We put our hope in you, Lord. We thank you that you are the source of our love, that you are the source of, of grace that we can draw from, Lord, and that we can extend that love and that grace to the people around us, instilling peace, your peace, into the lives of people. So we surrender these lives to you. And say, Lord, will you come and show us how to do this effectively? Father God, I thank you that we can meet with you daily, that you can show us how to love, Lord. And that as you do, we can step out into some pretty rough spaces and be an accurate representation of your son, Jesus, as we choose to follow you daily. We thank you for this all in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you again for being with us this morning. If you need to reach out to someone, please do so. Please connect with us on social media, uh, Facebook or Instagram at uh, Bikers Church Midrand. Uh, we'd love to just connect with you. We'd love to journey with you. Uh, the invitation's there. I pray that you would take us up on it. Beyond that, we trust that you have a great Sunday, that you have a great rest of your week, and uh, just remember, we love you. Thank you. Bye-bye. We trust that you found this message valuable. For more information on who we are or how you can get involved, please check out our website at bikerschurchmidrand.co.za or connect with us through social media on Facebook or Instagram. Beyond that, have a great day.